I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Yo, what's happening, Rush Nation? Happy Christmas, Merry Christmas, whatever you're doing, wherever you are. It's the 25th of December, and if you're listening to this, it means you're a hardcore fan. And talking of hardcore, I've got together the biggest bunch of hardcore misfits I could find, the Five Yard family. They've joined me. On Christmas Day, as you probably know by now, we record these slightly early because it would be unfair for me to drag them in and say, give me however long of your time on Christmas Day when we've all got kids and food and drink to have. So I've got I've got together some boys and uh, the birth man, he's not here. He's coming. He's running a little late. He's got lost somewhere in the pile of wrapping paper and we can't find him. So when he turns up, someone will let me know and he'll join in the fun. But I've got Lee, Pitsy, Rob, Tom and Ash with me. Boys, one at a time, please. How are you doing? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hello. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no, thanks for having us. It's exciting. Is this, is this our first podcast, Pitsy? Yes, it is, buddy. Yes, it is. What an honour. Loving it. Loving it already. Honor. Good stuff. <laughs> well, you started strong. Let's, uh, let's see if we can carry on. <laughs> might, as well bring in, uh, might as well bring in your cohort, Rob. Rob, Merry Christmas, mate. Merry Christmas to you too as well, Stocks. Thanks, buddy. I see you, uh, but you can't see this because Lee's not live streaming it because he's had about five mince pies and can't be bothered. Um, <laughs> but everyone is representing themselves with their Christmas merch and everybody looks fantastic. Lee doesn't have his, but he's got a five-yard t-shirt on, so I'll let him off. Talking of Lee, how you doing, man? Yeah, not bad. Glad to be on. Merry Christmas, everyone. 
Nice to be able to pod with everyone. Yeah. Mm. It's, I feel like there's going to be a whole load of talking over carnage. And as we start to get warmed up, it's probably going to get worse. So if you don't like what you're hearing already, get back to your Christmas days. And then we've got the college boys, Tom and Ash. How are we doing, chaps? Evening. Hello. I like how you saved us till last. Well, you just left to right on my screen. Tom's already blown apart the cover of when we're actually doing this because he said evening, so it's definitely beyond 6pm somewhere. I mean, it, I don't know what time it is. Yeah, it is. I so. don't know what time it is. Right. I've, I've just got through the door, so you guys are carrying me all night, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's a heavy reach already. It's um, Yeah, normally we have a extravaganza of guests on for the Christmas special but with COVID and, and everything it was difficult to book people in and get a whole load of shows lined up and put together in one piece so we brought the boys in because they're reliable as ever today is going to be slightly different than normal we're all on at the same time like I said so there'll be a lot of talking we're going to do some fantasy football highlights lowlights there's going to be some fantasy takes for your week 16 games if you've heard this already it's probably before the Saints-Vikings. If you haven't and somebody mentions a Saint-Viking, then what they say is truth and take it by Bible and let them know on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> there's, and there's going to be some sort of draft later on regarding TV and film. Again, no idea how that's going to go because I can only think of maybe two Christmas TV and film things. So somebody takes one of them before me. We're in all sorts of bother. So why don't we start with some... Uh, some fantasy highlights and lowlights, boys. I will start left to right on my screen. Lee, you're up first. I know you're not <laughs> the biggest fantasy player, but we'll kick it off with you. How about a highlight or lowlight? Highlight. Let's start off with a highlight because there's plenty of lowlights. Um, <laughs> I started off 0-2 in the, in the OG mashup league and finished 10-3, which was exciting. <laughs> you know, for, for a newbie, it was, you know, Good to finally get some wins. Last year it was pretty poor across the board. <laughs> so yeah, this is yeah, definitely a highlight and a, a low light. I drafted Christian McCaffrey one overall in, in a in a draft. And I didn't want to do it beforehand because I was con- I'd convinced myself he wouldn't have the same year even if he was healthy. And so no, I can't be that guy who doesn't do it and then he goes on to have a great year. So I kind of bottled it. Which just stuck stuck to my guns. I did try to trade him, but no one would, no one would give me a decent offer, so I ended up stuck with him, and it, yeah, pretty much derailed my team. It's um one thing to try and trade Christian McCaffrey because nobody's going to pay you what you want for him, and then I think people are being too hard on themselves for drafting Christian McCaffrey and and hating it for the season. You can't beat the injury bug. People get injured. It's not as if he was rubbish for three games and then got injured. The games he's played, he scored over thirty five points every week or something. To, to be honest, for for me, it was only. It's, it seems so rare that a, a running back has that great a season back-to-back that, you know, we saw it after Saquon was great. He, he got hurt the next year as well, ironically. But, you know, it just, just seems to happen that way. So I didn't really, to be honest, I just wish I wasn't picking number one. I wouldn't have had that problem. Yeah. Well, I picked number two in the FFCC and somehow Christian McCaffrey met to me. So that didn't go great either, even at number <laughs> two. But let's move on we can move on to the fast action friday boys this is perfectly set up on my zoom link by the way rush nation leaves on the left then we've got the fast action friday boys and the college boys at the end i didn't leave you till the end ash that's where you sat get over it pitsy's first up how about a fantasy football highlight or low light for you man uh highlight i reckon to be fair it's the uh lockdown drafting absolutely loved it it got me through quite a few uh 
bad days. There was nothing to do. So yeah, lockdown drafting. <laughs> I think I overdrafted. It was uh, plenty, think... plenty going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think everybody was pleased of drafting during lockdown and then the hated every started. moment of, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it was just, I regret everything. I instantly regret everything. But yeah, It got me through. It was it was good. I enjoyed it while it lasted. So, it was, yeah, that was one of my highlights. It was good. Uh, cool. Lowlight, I think, I think I was involved in five semifinals and bombed out of every single one. So that was bad. Uh, but the worst one was my work league that I run. I think I made the semifinals for seven years straight and this year I did not. Uh, so yeah playoffs boom rubbish well look it happened to Lauren Carpenter on, on the Wednesday pod so if it can happen to an analyst of that stature mate it's no shame it happening to you too I'll take that and then Rob this is quite a write up mate read away <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like to be prepared um, so it's funny we've talked about CMC already but um, um, week Eight or nine, whenever CMC came back from his injury, he featured for one week and one week only before going out on the injury list again. Unfortunately, I was facing him in three leagues and ended up losing all those leagues by less than half a point simply because he was back. So that was the difference between playoff bursts, bye weeks, winning little league. Um, Sadly, he's a Panther. I'm a Panther fan. And he was the one that decided to put the L's on my sheet that week. Um, Yeah. Tough, tough break, tough break. Um, I've only been in fantasy for three years, fantasy football for three years. Um, Pitsy got me into it in 2018. Um, but this year, it's, with everything that's happened, it's just been such uh, an expanded experience, you know, joining the five-yard team, being involved in so many different leagues, you know, the Vampire League, Superflex Leagues, tiered PPR Leagues, Eliminator Tournaments. I joined my first Dynasty Leagues this year <laughs> as well with differing results. I find it finished second bottom in one of them and I'm competing for the championship in another one so um it's been great I've I've loved Super. every minute and I don't know whether Rush Nation know you and Pitsy do work together and you're in the work league with Pitsy I take it I am I, I actually made the playoffs but uh, I went out in the semis <laughs> <laughs> horrible uh, yeah guys no representation in the final when you work league come on what's happening yeah sorry about that next year <laughs> <laughs> Tom come on hit me with a highlight Something quite bizarre has just happened to my computer screen, so I can't see anything at all. Uh, hopefully you can hear me, though, because I can't remember whether put myself on audio or not. So if, it might be an improvement if you can't see me anymore. <laughs> Wait, so not being able to see us as a highlight? That's not good. <laughs> oh, you can still see me. We, we can see you. <laughs> okay, so my, my highlights and lowlights of the fantasy season are all running back-based. Likely, I've had some Christian McCaffrey nightmares. I had four drafts where I was picking first overall. In three of them, I picked CMC. In the fourth, I picked Saquon just for a bit of a change. And all four of those picks have have led to me bombing out of of the playoffs, just wasting that first-round pick. But like you said, stocks, the injury bug hits. One place where I got lucky was a, a rookie dynasty draft where I managed to pick up Antonio Gibson in the third and James Robinson in the fifth. And the, that is the only league in which I've, I've got to the final in. So I'm hoping that those two will carry me over the line this week. I'm hearing rumours James Robinson might be rested. So I'm already worrying about falling at the final hurdle, but that's my highlight. A uh, question on that then, Kamish, as I'm in that league as well. Is there a trade deadline? There is not. Ah, so you might be willing to part with another one of your high-rounded picks for a running back coming this week going into your final. Is that what you're saying? Very much so, yeah. 
Okay. Well, we might be able to do some business, my friend. Okay. We may I'll be step into to... your office. We'll see what happens. <laughs> and then Ash finishes off with a highlight and a low light. You save the best till last, as always. I appreciate that. <laughs> Although the fact that you have an Abbey on for uh, nearly a year says a lot. So, <laughs> what, what more do you want? I'll give you your own platform. The guys, come oh, on. I suppose, yeah, fair enough. You, you've given me, you've given me and Tom our own podcast, so I can't complain too much. But, you know, <laughs> you know, we don't speak very much anymore, and I'm taking it personally. I'm not going to lie. Well, I tell you what, my New Year's resolution, Ash, will be to communicate with you on a better understanding. Oh, I appreciate it. I'll take that to heart. My highlight um, stocks, you will know this because you're in this league as well, but my one paid league this year is a dynasty league that I took over around May time, and it was in absolute shambles, to be honest with you. The, the, the previous owner had traded pretty much everything away. Luckily, he'd left me with quite a few first-round picks in 2020. Um, I finished the year 11-2. and two. I'm now into the championship week. Um, I think it's going to take a lot for me to win this league, but for a first year, getting to the final, getting to 11-2 and two is an achievement in itself. Uh, so I'm going to take that, uh, and it makes it even sweeter that it's the only paid league I've got this year. Um, and then in terms of low lights, it's got to be Kenny Holiday for me. I put so much investment in. I'm in about 30 leagues, I reckon, this year, and I've got Kenny Holiday in the majority of those leagues, and he has stung me so hard because I was very high on him. I don't think I over-invested in terms of the draft stock on him. Just the the injuries he's had this year have really derailed him massively and it's kicked me right in the teeth as on many of the teams as my wide receiver one. So trying to overcome that has been a, a challenge. And like I say, I, I invested heavily in him and, the, and also Chris Godwin as well. Like he's had his injuries, but he's also struggled compared to what he did last year. So hmm. those two guys have really affected me in quite a few leagues and made me sort of react quite quickly in terms of the, the waivers and the players available. Nice. I appreciate that none of you said one of the highlights was getting your own pod. and uh, <laughs> you've, you know, ruined, was... you've ruined the end of the pod stocks. I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry. I um... nice. No, it's... I suppose I better chime in with a highlight and a low light. My, I have two highlights. Obviously, just how well Five Yard has moved forward as a, as a brand, but also how much I've gained from having, I say, having friends in the industry, like making friends within Five Yard and allowing allowing people's wrong because it's not my choice to do so, but giving people a platform to further expand their fantasy football stuff. You know, with, with the Fast Action Friday, the college, the DFS. Uh, the dynasty stuff starting up soon. It's all good for all of us associated with the brand, and it's it's good to see from my perspective that the people we've introduced to the brand can go out and do this sort of thing because it it's sort of self fulfilling on my part that yeah these guys are, are what we want part of the team, and it's not just part of the team. Like I consider each and every one of you my friend now, so that's that's a highlight for me. And then my second highlight was of the teams that made it to the playoffs. I had nine teams in the playoffs. I made eight semifinals and seven finals. So I'm in good stead to bring home a chip. I mean, the college one's already in the bag, right? But we're talking about NFL fantasy. So um, oh, neither of you reacted 
as much as I thought you would there. That's a shame. Um, <laughs> just, no, just, 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 this is an NFL podcast. Let's just leave it at it's that. It's a right? fantasy football podcast. No, no. Ash, come on. Stop, come on. I have no idea what you're talking about. So yeah, I'm sure you don't. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I'll put it in my team name next year, just to remind everyone. And then... Um, you're not in it. <laughs> What? <laughs> How can I not be? Okay, fine. I'll just I'll be undefeated in college. Put it that. Way. I mean, so surely someone wants to take a ship, right? Come on. And then low light, I guess, is I think it's piggybacking on what Pitsy said about lockdown drafting. One of the low lights for me is just how many teams I have, and it's become. I'm I'm actually looking forward to this week only checking seven teams and not having to go through three apps 50 odd teams and then you cheer for every single nfl player and now i'm in four idp leagues as well it doesn't matter what side of the ball there's always somebody that's making the wrong play and stuff so i'm actually looking forward to having a limit of the number of teams to cheer for this week so a low light is just the amount of work it's taken just doing rosters and stuff and i'm lucky because murph does all the waivers and most of the roster setups and stuff so what that guy does for just picking teams is absolutely ridiculous. But hey, it can't all be highlights, right? Otherwise, it would be a dream. And uh, I can tell you, this is no dream. This is 100% real every day of the week. But um, let's move on to some fantasy takes. We're starting at quarterbacks. It's not left to right anymore. Lee, you get to sit this one out. Tom, take us away with some quarterbacks. Okay, so my starts for week 16, it, it starts pretty basic and then there's a, there's a half spicy one towards the end. First up, I'll be starting Tom Brady. He hasn't lost in week 16 as a Patriot uh, since 2015 when they lost to the fantastic New York Jets team led by <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick in overtime. And that was the year in which they also lost to the Denver Broncos in the AFC Championship game stocks. I don't know if you can remember that or not. Since then, in week 16, Brady is averaging 67.8% of his passes completed, 209 yards, and he's roughly scoring three touchdowns to every interception. And he's he's just going to be in playoff mode with the Bucks, The Lions' defence, bottom three in the NFL, conceding 264 passing yards per game, just 12 takeaways, which is 31st in the NFL. I'm expecting Brady to, to have a day there. Second up, I've got Jalen Hurts of the Philadelphia Eagles. So in the last two games, his, his pass completion rate against the Saints and the Cardinals was 55.5%, which isn't great. But when you factor in what he's doing on the ground, he's averaging 337 total yards per game. Now, the, the Cowboys' defence is 24th overall in the NFL. It's much better against the pass than it is against the run. So if Jalen Hurts, or, or generally the, the Eagles' offence, can establish the run, I think he'll have a game there. He's a bit of a, a boom or bust for this week. And then finally, Mitch Trubisky of the Chicago Bears, simply because they're playing the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who uh, allow opposing quarterbacks to complete 70% of the passes for 8.3 yards per average, and that is the worst in the NFL. Obviously, Chicago, the, the playoffs aren't out of sight for them. Jacksonville, for the first time this year, is in pole position for the number one overall pick. So I expect <laughs> Mitch Trubisky to have a, a good day there. I like it. I like it. Uh, before we before we move on to the running backs, Tom, I have a question about Jalen Hurts. I'm in a uh, championship this week, and my starting quarterback at the moment, feel free to chime in, boys, is Ryan Tannehill. But Hurts is available on the waivers. Do you think I should pick him up and play him for that high upside? How, how opposed... are you looking? Uh, before, before a game's been played, are you a favourite going into it, or do you need a miracle? I... 
am four points favourite, so it's pretty much even Stevens. Okay, I think I think Hertz is the riskier pick there. No, I risk think Tan- no biscuit though, right? Correct. Um, I would I would only just only just recommend taking Hertz over Tannehill, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be outraged if you went with Tannehill. Saying that, there's there's five of you here. Let's let's do a vote. Ash, carry on. I would lean towards Hertz for this one, um, solely based on the matchup. Uh, for mm. me, I think Eagles, the, this Cowboys offense, and when we get to my section of this um, start and fade, uh, you'll you'll hear my take on a certain player. But I think the Cowboys defense allows a bit more freedom for Hertz than Tannehill. Um, against the Texans, so I would be leaning towards Hertz for this week. I like it. Well, that's two votes for uh, for Hertz. Anybody else with a Hertz vote? I'll go for a Hertz vote. Um, I've written in my uh, Find the Gap article that Miles Sanders and Jayla Hertz seem to work really well together as a duo. The defence are going to find it really tough to go for either Hertz or Sanders, and whoever they go for, I think the other one's going to benefit. They might get caught out a few times, but I think there's a, a real uptick for Sanders and Hertz um, working off each other in this game. I actually put in Tannehill over Russell Wilson last week. I think that was a really good matchup, but Green Bay are a lot better against the pass than they are against the run. So I think I would prefer uh, to go with Hertz rather than Tannehill. Well, there's a win for Hertz. He's going in, boys. It's all or nothing. Pitsy, Lee, anything to add? Is it a clean sweep? I'll, just, I'll go with Tannehill just in case that uh, you put Hertz in and it all goes wrong. <laughs> 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 I would have gone with Tannehill as well. So, <laughs> well, I imagine Murph would have said Tannehill as well, playing the safe play. So there's a draw. So now I've got to pick again. That's helped no one. Flip a coin. Oh, no, that's no fun because then I. No, go with if you want, if you want the fun, go Jalen Hurts. It's all, yeah, it's all about good. fun. Rob, you've been our running back man throughout the season. Come and then let's have some starts and fades running backs. Um, well, like, like I said, I would would have put in Sanders here, but I think there's a bit of. Um, debate about whether or not it's going to be Hertz that does really does really well on the on the ground or is it going to be Sanders so I've kind of left Sanders to the side a little bit uh, I've definitely gone with Alvin Kamara as my uh, guaranteed start just because of Breeze being back and Kamara being more involved in the past game when Breeze is in and Taysom Hill isn't going to be like be playing as much so Kamara and, and Latavius Murray are going to get uh, a lot more of the action I feel with Kamara getting more of the passing, and that's that's where he sees his upside over Murray. Um, I've also got Derek Henry. You know, the, the playoff matchups absolutely smashing. He's going to do a great job against Green Bay, who can't seem to slow anyone down. Um, and I also think that Tannehill's performance last week are going to make Green Bay think a little bit more about who they need to go for as well. Is it going to be Tannehill they need to go for? Is it going to be Henry? And I think, you know, Henry can go anywhere, and he's just going to walk over the Green Bay defence. And I've also <laughs> gone with uh, Leonard Fournette as well. Um, they they left Fournette as a healthy scratch a couple of weeks ago, but we knew that Rojo was going in for surgery on his thumb, or I think it was on one of his one of his fingers. Um, and then obviously he's got COVID as well, so they had him fresh for last week's game, um, and he and he feasted, he smashed it. So this week I think is a really good matchup as well. He's got the Detroit Lions, who we know can't defend against running backs. They've conceded the most fantasy points to running backs so far this year and with that little bit of rest behind hmm. him I think he's going to do really well this week Nice I like that I've got Fournette in the league Tom was talking about in the uh, 
first year dynasty. So hopefully that's a, a recipe for success there. And then your fades, who have you got? So we've talked about Todd Gurley quite a bit on my, our Fast Action Friday podcast. He was one of the fades and now he's been demoted to RB2 and it's Ito Smith. Problem is, I think the game script against the Chiefs is going to go against them. So I don't think they're going to be running the ball nearly as much. So he won't be worth putting in. I've also put DeAndre Swift on the other side of the ball. Um, he's got an unfavorable matchup as well against the Bucks. You know, the Bucks have been one of the best at stopping the run, one of the best at conceding yards. They don't, they don't do it as much. And then Cam Akers went out last week, and that leaves Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown in the back. So that backfield is very muddied. Um, however, I feel as though I've seen better things from Daryl Henderson when he's played without Akers, and I think Brown is going to be reverting to the backup. But either way. I wouldn't trust either of them to do anything in particular. Seahawks are quite good. I did also have Chris Carson in here to begin with. But again, the the Rams are going to be looking for revenge after last week's uh, upset against the Jets. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, Pitsy, let's do some wide receivers. My favourite position in fantasy. Funnily enough, it is also my favourite position too. Well... Um, I have, if he's ready, he had a bit of a niggle uh, at the end of the game last week. But Stefan Diggs, um, he is playing the patch, but Stefan Gilmore is now out. So they're going to be having to work out a few things there. And that Bills offense is just uh, firing at the moment, which is amazing. Uh, Last three games for Diggs, um, he got 14 half PPR points against the 49ers, 24 against the Steelers, and then 20 against the Denver defense. So there are three pretty tough matchups um and he's still performing so i think he's a a nice start also i'm loving brandon Ayuk at the moment uh i said it on my uh fast action friday podcast that i seem to love the 49ers uh passing attack but um the last five games that he's played he's been targeted 10 times 14 9 16 and 13 times and his lowest yards in those five games was a 73 yard game so he's had well over that. So that's 453 receiving yards in those five games alone um, with four touchdowns to go along with them. So he plays the Cardinals this week. So that is my two starts. Sitting wide receivers, uh, this might be because my uh, feelings after this week and the last three weeks for the Steelers, but just sit them all. Just sit <laughs> the whole team. Like, yeah, the, the garbage that they are throwing off and offense right now is yeah just maybe it's just a little bit too soon it's hit a run now so yeah just sit all the uh, Steelers uh they are playing the Colts this week so it's still again a tough matchup with their uh, D um the other one I've I've gone on a bit of a weird one is Cooper Cup so this one hurts because he's he is oh, no. uh he's one of my boys but the last um four games he's only been targeted 24 times um and he's only had one touchdown in that spell it's and in those four games, he's also only had one game over 50 yards as well. So it kind of everything seems to be just stacking up against him, not seem to be going his way. And again, they're going up against the Seahawks, who, even though in our Fast Action Friday we're saying that they are the worst against wide receivers, uh, the Seahawks, last time they let a wide receiver score was Dan Arnold on the 19th of November. So they seem to be doing a lot better on, against the passing attack. So there you go. Oh, I had a side note. I was going to say, try and avoid the urge of playing Josh Gordon, but he seems to have uh, done himself in there. So <laughs> we don't need to talk about him. 
Yeah, there's been no Christmas surprises from Josh yeah. Gordon this week. That is for sure. Ash, before we get to you in the tight ends, we are going to do a draft. I have no draft board. Does somebody fancy making a draft board quickly before we do the tight ends or whilst Ash is talking about tight ends? I'd love to, but I can't even see you right now. So I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm desperately looking online for a way to fix this laptop and failing miserably. So don't ask me to do anything at the minute. What do we just need? Just need like uh, squares. Yeah, I mean, you just need to keep a list of what's been drafted in case somebody says something else. Yep. So literally, good. Well done, Rob. I've <laughs> run out of screen. Um, <laughs> I'm on it. Okay, because I was about to offer then, and then I realised as I was talking, I don't know if I could do two things at once. And I'm also feeling I pretty down the fact that this uh, this championship game that I mentioned about earlier in my highlights, two of the guys that I'm going to be starting, these... Pitsy and Rob have both mentioned. So I am fully in the mud this week. So give me a minute. <laughs> Tom's waving. I think he can see us, chaps. That's a Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. You're there. Excellent. <laughs> Sorry, you can continue your podcast now. Thanks very much. Ash, over to you and tight ends. Where are we going? Yeah, so I got stuck with the tight ends. Like, I mean, you're, again, you're saving the best till last, but you're leaving me with one of the least thought about positions in fantasy. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I'll take it. I'm not going to complain too much. So my my starts this week, I've got two guys. Uh, the first one, it's on, along the same sort of lines as what my co-host from the college podcast, Tom, mentioned earlier um, around Hertz. And I'm going with his tight end, Ballard Goddard. Um, and the reason for that is... Through the um, games that Hurts has been the Eagles starter, Dallas Goddard has been his top uh, target. Um, and adding to that as well, the Dallas Cowboys, who they are facing this week, are around about the middle of the pack when it comes to tight ends. So when you add together the fact that Goddard is Hurts' top target, he's facing a middling defense in the Cowboys, it's a recipe for success. Um, so he is my number one pick when it comes to the tight ends to start this week. Uh, and then the second tight end um, is, in fact, Noah Fant um, from the Denver Broncos, who is coming up against the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Now, it's probably not the first name on everybody's mind when it comes to the Denver Broncos offense. Uh, and when you think about the Chargers defense, they they tend to have a negative effect in people's minds. However, they have allowed the 10th most touchdowns against tight ends in 2020. And Fant himself is coming off of a very successful day in week 15, uh, where he actually went for eight catches, 68 yards and a touchdown. So those two things added together. Um, again, another lower end defense against tight ends and coming off of a successful week, I feel that Fant is due for another good week. So those are my two starters. Now, when it comes to the sits at tight end, the first one really pains me to say, because again, he's another guy that I owe in, uh, I own in quite a lot of leagues this year. Uh, and that is uh, Tennessee Titans tight end, Joni Smith, um, who is coming up against the Packers. Smith has had an up and down year. He's had some real, really good weeks and then he's had some absolute duds and when you pay the investment in many leagues and many drafts for Smith that really can kick you Um, so his up and down form and the fact he's coming 
up against the Packers, who have allowed only four touchdowns all year against uh, tight ends, it is a recipe for disaster. Um, I feel like he his usage varies very much on the on the um, on the game script, um, and he can have a like I say, he can have a week where he is absolutely phenomenal, and then he can have another week when he is an absolute dud. And I think coming up against a team and a defense that can lock down the tight ends as well as the Packers have done this year, it almost sort of removes him from that threat. Uh, from the Tennessee Titans offense. So he's my first sit. And then my second is um, Dawson Knox from the Buffalo Bills. Dawson Knox has had a good month. Um, When you look at on the face of it, he scored three touchdowns in his last four games. Um, He is on a, a brilliant run of form. However, he's coming up against a New England Patriots team and a New England Patriots defense that have allowed one touchdown against tight ends all year. And that was all the way back in week two uh, against the... I want to say it was the Broncos they faced in week two, but I could be wrong. However, they haven't given up a touchdown against tight ends since week two. And I feel like a lot of people are going to get caught up in the hype just looking at the stop, the stats on Knox, that he scored a touchdown in three of his last four games. This New England Patriots defense is no joke. They've not had the best year. This this franchise as a whole has not had the best year. However, they have shut down tight ends on numerous occasions, and they've shut down tight ends much better than Dawson Knox. And he is, to be honest, he's probably my main sit this week because I feel like people are going to get too drawn into the fact that. This guy has scored three touchdowns in the last in his last four outings. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I think maybe the Denver game was week three, something like that, because it got pushed back because of COVID. And I think maybe somebody might fact check that and prove us both wrong. And it was week nine, but um, <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. It wouldn't be Christmas without somebody in the kitchen, somebody cooking something up. I don't know if he's with us, but he's definitely there on the screen. I can see the big man himself. Merry Christmas, fella. How are you doing? Hey, hello, everyone. Apologies for being late. It's been a, a very, very manic day in the Murphy household, both from a work perspective and the little man wasn't co- cooperating. So, but we're here now. It's fine. So apologies. I'm trying to get uh, just in a start. I'm almost prepped, so it's all good. So apologies, everyone, for, for being late. Um, thanks for letting me gate crash the, the party. It's good to see you, all your beautiful faces on this call at the same time. It shows uh, shows how far we've come in a year. Um, you have to look at my sort of uh, overgrown hair and beard, which we should point out, actually, Stocks, um, You've had a you've had a beer cut, haven't you? I have, yeah. Thank you. We didn't mention that that on the pod. No, well, we didn't. We didn't. I don't remember what the bet was. I think was it January the first. I was supposed to keep it. Yeah, yeah. I would have done, but I got a nasty ingrowing hair, and I couldn't find it. And I thought, you know what? This is not happening anymore. So I trimmed it off. So I lost the bet. I'm prepared to pay whatever. I think I think we'll give you a medical exemption because it was. Well, I mean. It, it was for a good cause, right? It was for charity. And considering yeah. I got within 10 days of the final line, why don't we go halves each for the chosen charity? Sounds good. We'll do that for sure. Good stuff. Murphy, you got time to do your trends of the week? Uh, yeah, uh, trends of the week. So really, um, it was interesting listening to Ash and, and Dawson Knox. That's a big one um, that people will assume that he's sort of on, on the march. But 
it's just not a good matchup against against the Patriots this week, as mentioned. I think some of the key things to to look out for this week is, as we talked about on Monday, the matchups in particular are very, very, very tough. So you have to be very careful to look at how teams are performing against certain positions. So, um, for example, when you're looking at, there's going to be some times you're going to be really tempted to play a player, but just look at who they're playing against. And that just means looking at the Vegas Raiders, Mariota. Everyone's going to look at, oh, Mariota. Mariota's going to be uh, hotly owned because he rushed for 80 yards last week and he playing against Miami. That's not going to happen this week. You know, it's it's just not. So just be very cautious in playing someone like Mariota. The question of the week that people keep asking me is, where do we where do we slot in Jalen Hurts? More importantly, who do we sit for Jalen Hurts? How far you asked this, I think, earlier, or someone in our team asked earlier. How it far do you I, go I, before you say I asked it on Yeah. I asked it here. We 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 you I we had How a vote did, and it so- and it and it ended up um it ended up in favour of Jalen Hurts three to two, but you've yet to cast your vote. It was Tannehill or Hurts. Yeah, see, I, I'd go with with Tannehill. I think you know <laughs> the thing with trends is you've got to have you've got to have the data. Um, and the one thing I'm worried about with Hurts, whilst it's a great matchup, is it's two games, and people will get caught up on so many trends. Do you know the amount of waiver wires that David Montgomery and uh, Jonathan Taylor ended up on around mid-season because they were just completely abandoned. And, you know, those running backs in the last five weeks have been the running back two and the running back four. It's just taking small trends in isolation, just very, very dangerous. Don't get cute this week. And so people like Hertz, I can see it with, with, with Tannehill. I wouldn't do it, but it's an appetite for risk. I think that's probably the line of demarcation there. I think anything below that. So I would say any Stafford you definitely bench in, Roethlisberger you bench in. But I had someone ask me, do I drop Russell Wilson for Jalen Hurts? Like absolutely not. Like just madness. And yes, I have Wilson below where I have Hurts in my rankings this week, but that doesn't mean that I'm willing to do it. <laughs> you know that Russell Wilson's going to get it. So, message of the week, I, you know, I was going to prepare some trends, but I think what more importantly, the trend is ignore short-term trends. Just ignore the trends of the last two or three weeks because they don't really mean much when clinching scenarios are on the line. You know, you've got so many teams, there's seven or eight teams that can clinch a playoff spot this week or clinch a division title. And that just changes the dynamic of the game. So stick with the players that you've got um, that have got you there. If there's a bad matchup, take that into consideration. But unless you've got someone that's equally as good, use that as a tiebreaker. Don't use that as a reason to drop someone. And I get that the margins are thin, but that doesn't matter. Um, you have to go with what can you, you know, can you sleep easy at night? I'll go to sleep easy at night knowing I started Tannehill over Hertz and, and I lost a lot easier than starting Hurts over Tannehill and I lost. Okay. That's my, yeah, that's and, and that's just <laughs> as one, that's one, that's one isolated case, but you know, again, Hurts over, Hurts over Russell Wilson. In fact, no, it wasn't even Hurts. Who said it to me? It was, um, oh, Baker Mayfield over Russell Wilson this week. Like, mm. no, <laughs> no. Baker Mayfield has had one 
one MVP week in two seasons. He's had one great week in two seasons for fantasy football. It's a great matchup. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. I'm, so I'm definitely that, not doing it. So that's my my trends are don't follow short term trends. Follow the prices for the season. Stick with us. You'll do well. I like it. I like it. Uh, Rob, how's that? How's the uh, draft ball coming along? It's ready to go. I just need to start typing them in, and we are uh, we're away. I love that. I love that. Right, Lee, Socks. DSTs of the week. Where, where are you at? Sorry, Tom, go on. Um, you, you may wish to put this in now or, or fit it in later on. I left my fades out. Do you want them? If, if you want to if you want to provide your fades, you carry on. Sorry to interrupt, Lee. I didn't know we were doing D and special oh, teams. Oh, no, no, we're we? not. I just wanted to see his oh. eyes light. Oh, uh, and okay. Then, <laughs> we, we got him. We got him good. It was a deer in headlights moment. You got me good as well. You got me good as well. <laughs> Right, very quickly, three fades. Uh, Philip Rivers and the Steelers don't really like the matchup, um, and the Steelers' problems were on offense versus the Bengals. And we know Rivers <laughs> is predisposed to an interception or two. Bridgewater against Washington, horrible matchup. And if CMC is back, then we'll see him in the run game. And finally, if Alex Smith is fit, I imagine Dwayne Haskins will be nowhere near the field on Sunday. It's a balancing act between does he set an example and, and bench him. Uh, and does he do it at the expense of Washington's playoff hopes? So I keep a close eye on Alex Smith before deciding what to do with Haskins. Love it. Lee, there is no DSTs, but if you had to play one, who are you playing? I no idea. <laughs> <laughs> the, the beauty, I, I just go to my default and I put Dolphins in and everything. Well, I, so I, far, that's worked out pretty well. <laughs> to be fair, Dolphins' defence is good. Uh, they've been better against mobile quarterbacks later in the season. They're able to contain Mahomes to an extent. Uh, didn't have any problems with Cam last week. Um, you know, in regards to him on the ground, obviously, I mean, his arms all over the place anyway, so that wasn't an issue. But yeah, I mean, I, I'd happily start him against uh, against the Raiders this week. To be fair, I'd fancy myself as a defensive end against uh, Cam Newton. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like he can't throw. So all you've got to do is just stand at the line of scrimmage and shuffle, and that's stop Cam Newton. That, that, people are trying to work out what's happened to Cam Newton this year. Basically, they realise he hasn't got an arm. It's just kind of like some string that's just kind of there. I mean, I'm not being funny. If I had as many passes as Cam Newton had in the NFL, I would like to think that I would throw more than five TD passes. And I can't throw. So <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. No, that's fair. I mean, I yeah, five's not a lot, is it? Five's not a lot. Right. Five's I've the got right two... number. <laughs> five's the perfect number if you're a running back and you want a decent average. Not for throwing touchdowns. <laughs> I think you've uh, you've also, you've probably got to take into account Browns as well, considering despite the fact Jets won last week, they are coming up against the Jets. So you, you want to probably start any defense against the Jets week in, week out, don't you? Steady, Sorry, Tom, Tom. Steady, steady. Pretty sure the Jets are on a roll. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you've noticed, Ash, but um, we just beat the Rams, so... <laughs> yeah, you did, yeah, you beat them for one game. Nice <laughs> mentioned about trends and... Uh, no, this is definitely not, not a trend, Ash. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, imagine if it was, though. Absolute horror. Absolute horror. I have two sleepers, um, purely because 
if you're into the finals in week 16, your teams are probably set unless you're in a real deep, deep league. My first one is Chad Hansen, wide receiver for the Houston Texans. He takes on the Bengals this week. He scored 15, 13 and 13 points in his last three games in PPR and he draws a good matchup against the Bengals. He's had seven receptions in two of those three games and in the other, he only had two receptions, but he had a touchdown, which bolstered his numbers. So I think if you're in a real pinch at wide receiver, you can play. I keep wanting to say Scott Hansen, Chad Hansen. And then my second one is a real deep tight end. It's the Minnesota Vikings tight end, Tyler Conklin. He takes on a tough Saints defense, but Kyle Rudolph has not been available for the last two weeks and he has stepped in admirably. Irv Smith has proved that he is not consistent. So if you really, really need a tight end, Tyler Conklin could do worse by me. That was my sleepers. It was short, sharp and sweet. Who's ready for some sort of pandemonious Christmas draft TV film business? Rob, have you done a draft order? Uh, I haven't, no. Um, oh, I give you one job, Rob. Draft board. There needs to be names on the draft board. Uh, I'm Tom, ready to go. Uh, with, a, with a random order, or are you just ready to put names in? Do we I'm ready to put names in, whoever you choose. Okay. Let's go. We need to do some sort of random... I should have had a wheel ready, but I've run out of screens. Okay, I'll tell you what. We'll go with who was the first person to put a picture of their <laughs> jumper. Pitsy, you sent me a picture of your jumper first. You can go first. You can have the number one. Then I don't know who it was. Uh, hang on. Was it, di- was it, was it direct? Oh, was Ash, it direct what, what, why have you got to be like that? You've already said you don't communicate with me enough. That's your problem. <laughs> I think. I mean, are we counting direct to you? Because I'm, I, I think I might have been the first one in the group. Okay, all right. For the interest, sorry, Pitsy. For the interest of fairness and to keep Ash from rocking off his chair, Ash can go last. Pitsy, <laughs> you can carry on. I'm the only. I'm the only one here without a jumper. Therefore, no, no. Lee doesn't have his what... either. All right, Lee. You, you, you and I can do rock paper scissors for this for the last pick. <laughs> okay. Tom never actually sent a picture of his jumper, just of the package. So I don't know where that sits in the order of jumperism. He goes before myself and Lee. Okay, so the, the, the draft order now is Ash, Pitsy, Rob, Tom's package, and then it's rock, paper, scissors, which we'll try and describe via audio on the pod. This has gone wrong horrendously already. But Ash, you do have the number one overall pick. Fire away. Good. I'm glad I got this because this is probably one of the only actual Christmas films that I like. Um, <laughs> you'll, you'll find this out as we get into this draft that I am not a big Christmas person. So many of my uh, films that are Christmas based, you may not feel Christmassy. However, my number one has to be Elf. Oh, good, strong choice. Yeah, but there's some head shaking going on here, boys. Also, um, you've whiffed so there. Whiffed. <laughs> I have not whiffed. You whiffed all. on that. Point. Elf is the number one film at Christmas, hundred uh, percent. Mean, yeah, you've basically just you've just done the Chicago Bears there and taken Mitch Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> well done, you must. Do, Ryan, do Ryan we... Pace. I didn't know we had a Ryan Pace in the podcast. That is Ash. Oh, you will find out the, the further we get into this draft, you will quickly find out I am 100% right pace in this draft. So on that basis, are we going to be questioning decisions made for people if they're not Christmassy? Is, are we? I did say at the beginning, you can have whatever you want, but it's got sort of heated now. So I feel like debate would be good. Um, 
feel like we need some sort of debate. I'm sure many people will debate my next two picks because I can't imagine anyone's going to be taking them. Well, that's fine by me. We'll, we'll have that debate. Pitsy, you're up. 102, the clock's ticking. Where you going? Uh, there's two. I can't. In fact, the soundtrack's winning it for me. I think I'm going home alone. It would have been Die Hard, but I'm going home alone just with the soundtrack that goes along with it and the fact that I can watch it with my kids. So that's all about Christmas for me. So Home Alone is the second overall pick. Like it. Like it. Rob? It's like one of those moments where you see someone pass over the pick that you were going to go and it's like, yes, they've left it. Because I think Die Hard is a Christmas film. So I want to go Die Hard as my 103. 100%. (laughs) You've you've basically, you are are the Andy Reid of this draft and have just taken Patrick Mahomes. Congratulations. (laughs) Die Hard was a close, Die Hard was a close one for me. Close. <laughs> hey, it was Elf 1, Die Hard 2, Home Alone 3. Okay. As long as I got one of those three, I was happy. Okay. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Is Die Hard a Christmas film? Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yes. Die Hard 2 is a Christmas film end, as well. End of conversation. Yeah. Die Hard 2 is more of a Christmas film than mm. Die Hard 1. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not as good, so it doesn't count. Oh, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it is good. It's good, but it's not as good, so it doesn't count. My my knowledge of the Die Hard games comes of uh, movies comes from the Die Hard computer game that was out a long long time ago. So I just remember running through the airport terminal. That's a Die Hard too. You, you drive the... a Die Hard truck, right? Yeah, that's yeah, true. I do drive a Die Hard. <laughs> truck, just saying. But my yeah, Die Hard Four. I've seen the most recent, so that fits in nice. I know Lee. Tell us, sorry. Technically, I don't drive a Die Hard truck because it died today. Oh. <laughs> Did it yeah. die hard? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Actually, it was a whimper. It was Aww. the worst form of die hard you could ever. But we'll move on. We'll move on. I've taken up almost Tom's time. He's got five seconds on the clock. This is this is easy. This is like you know when the when the teams at the top of the draft board they go for the quarterback hey, and you end up with the with the best <laughs> player on the board. It's a wonderful Auto-draft. life. It's a wonderful Get life. Get out. I think in the year 2020, this is the, the Christmas film that we all need, a reminder of the impact that we have on other people and not to lose sight of that. And, Never seen it. and since that nobody of the age of 70 and above listens to this podcast, <laughs> you are not garnering any votes on that one. I've never seen that film. It's, it's, it's a lovely film. It's a super. lovely film. Uh, it, it's I, lovely. I, I I have a commissioner's question midway through the draft. I don't have a draft spot. <laughs> well, you, 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 you've got to go in the last. middle of the draft. So it's you now, Stop. So so it's you now. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not ready. How long do I get? Um, okay. Now. I am going to take... Ooh, what is... Not huge fan of... Not fan. I just don't watch many films because I'm sure you're all aware I haven't seen Top Gun. Is that a Christmas film? Can I throw that in? No. Um, no, I know. I'm going to take The Nightmare Before Christmas because I oh, think that's yeah. a great animated movie. Sorry, Ash, was that one of your next two? Yeah, no, it was on yeah. there. Sorry, mate. I, I, I really enjoy it, and I think The Little Man will enjoy it in a few years' time as well. So, Nightmare Before Christmas, in at five. Um, who is... This is Rock, Paper, Scissors time, right? Uh, yeah. No, Rob. No, Rob's been. Oh, Rob's been, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, it's Rock, Paper, Scissors. But Lee... Okay. And we've got you, Mev. Uh, I can't see them both on one screen, so somebody's <laughs> going to have to call this. <laughs> I can't see Lee, and I don't think Lee can see me. I hope not. Yeah, I can see you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Join then. 
Rock, paper, scissors, it. Ready? Go on. On three. One. Thomas. <laughs> huh? Someone count us then. Yeah, go on then. All right, ready? <laughs> One, two, three. Go paper, again. Paper. <laughs> oh, one, two, three. Oh, paper comes rock. Always. In you go. Right, Murph, you're up. And he's knocked his phone over. Brilliant. <laughs> if, I, that, if I win, does that mean I'm... I, I, no, it's all, I'll go now. Um, I wanted to turn, but... You can I'm have the turn. You're on. the winner. You get to pick. Oh, well, I'll have the turn because I don't think Lee's going to take my film. Oh, that's good. That's interesting. It also gives you time to... Oh, wait, we did a turn? Oh. <laughs> it's not linear. It's not a rookie <laughs> draft. Jeez. I'm back. It just Lee, you're up. Right, so as, as someone who doesn't really watch too many... Christ- uh, not really Christmassy guy, but I do have one on my list, so I'm going to take Bad Santa. Oh, no. <laughs> what is happening? With <laughs> <laughs> my third round steal. Brilliant. Same. <laughs> uh, bad Santa, great film. Great Fantastic. Film. Great work. I knew you, I knew you were going to take mine. <laughs> well, you got two shots at so, this, Murph. Uh, are we... There's television shows in here. Yeah, no, yeah Mate, no. you made this. This this is... <laughs> yeah, fine. I'm just checking. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, so very, very easy. Best Christmas film of all time. Hands down. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Done. Always about the Grizzlies. So that's going to garner me a lot of votes. And in terms of television show... I'm going to go with something that breaks the internet every time it launches a new uh, season. So I'm going to go with The Mandalorian. Why is that Christmassy? What's this? It's because it was released around Christmas. Oh, that's loose. What did you say? The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, you've just... Ooh, we haven't got that there. <laughs> Any votes you had, I should have just lost. <laughs> what? What? what is The Mandalorian? I don't it's a love understand. story between two elves. <laughs> Hang on, right. Oh, the new right is that the Star Wars thing on the Disney Plus? Yeah. Welcome to 2020, baby. <laughs> right, yeah, okay, fair. You're late to the party. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't agree. So yeah, so <laughs> Christmas, Christmas vacation, and the Mandalorian. Um, breaking news, by the way, Dwayne Haskins has been stripped of his captain's shield or whatever it is. That's because he's a moron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's Christmas Day, but I went there. I, I, w- I would do what he did. <laughs> Says it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't forget your mask when you head out later, mate. Um, True. Lee, back to you. All right, I've got another one out of left field. A very Harold and Kumar Christmas. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> great. <laughs> what is happening? Ashes celebrated wildly at that selection. I think he's I think he's a fan. I think he's a fan. Um, Rob, draft board control. Who's next? It is you. Oh, good. Um, I am going to take The Snowman and The Snow Dog, another Ooh, animation series. One from the childhood. And another one I can watch with the boy probably this year. And Christmas, yeah. I'm taking The Snowman and The Snow Dog. Okay, okay. That's two separate. Is that, is that one program? Because I know is it the snowman's like the thing yeah, with the boy flying in the air, you have right? To pick one. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I do. The snowman's the one with the guy in the air, isn't he? 
Well, yeah, the snowman and snow dog is one film. It's the second part to the snowman. So there's the snowman oh, okay. was the original. I thought I thought the, the second, snowman and the snow dog. I thought the one. second one was called the snowman and the snow dog. I will take the second one because of the dog factor. Uh, we are to Tom. Another easy like one. Skin to pick of this draft, by the way. Uh, and another easy one for me. How dare you? Love actually. Great film yeah, and tearjerker at the end. Great. Yeah, my, my plan was to go soppy at the beginning and then swoop in with Bad Santa in the third round. That that strategy's been blown <laughs> out the window. So, so I'll, I'll take Love, actually. So once again, Tom has <laughs> failed to understand the demographics of this show. There are some female listeners, so and thank you for listening. Unfortunately, Wait, I don't think there were enough to help you carry this. So, I mean, if you had somehow managed to find the plus 60 grandmother segment then you'd be doing quite well he's the uh, he's just, the M&S is, of draft picks it's just, oh, it's just that's Tom's, that is Tom's demographic it's just an, in, an insight know. into my my mind my character my life that's all you're getting here it's pure it's just gold. like yin and yang with me and you isn't it Tom? well that's why it works so well mate <laughs> uh, so it is to me next and I've gone probably for one that's not really a, a standard Christmas home it's just friends it is a romantic Christmas comedy with Ryan Reynolds in. And if you've ever seen that film, starts out with him in a massive fat suit singing Boys to Men. And he's trying to woo Amy <laughs> Smart and he has to go back to his uh, his home for Christmas. And it is, I think it's one of the funniest films I've seen for a long time. It came on earlier this year uh, in the run-up Christmas. And I was like, yes, I remember this film. It's quality. Nice. That's nice. the Johnny Manziel pick of this draft. <laughs> 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 They'll label that one this year, like later on this year, is the what were you thinking pick? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think people need to see it to believe it. Oh, I've seen it. I think that is 90 minutes of my life I would never get back. Oh, yes. I've got a good one. I'm, I've got one. Pitsy, it's I'm a... on you. Right. Uh, I'm going to carry on with my uh, soundtrack theme. So I'm going with Muppets Christmas Carol. Great shout. Love that film. Great shout. Solid. That is the. I'll be one steal in the second round right there. And we have come back to the turn and we are back to Ash. There we go. <laughs> huh? You're, oh, you're up, mate. Okay. Time it's slipping. me. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And you've, Brilliant. Got, you've got two as well, just so you can get them out of the way. I have got two, but they've both come. Like, like, I've lost a few of them, to be honest. I thought Bad Santa I was going to get on the turn as my third, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> so my first, my first is going to be Gremlins. Oh, Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. And my second, uh, I'll be surprised if, uh, to be honest, I'll be disappointed and surprised if you guys know this film, but it's The Night Before. Yeah, I know. Seth Seth Rogen. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Someone knows it. Oh, it's my favourite film. I watched this film. That's your favourite film. (laughs) Yeah. Anyone who's friends with me on Instagram, the reason it's my favourite film is because me and my mates have a tradition. Every Christmas Eve, we watch that film and then we go and do adult things for the rest of the night. And this is the first year we've not been able to do it in four years. So I if I, I was doing my whole write-up last night, and this came to me straight away, knowing that I wasn't going to be doing it this year. So I had to pick it. So, And it is a great film. It's funny. It's brilliant. So I don't, I don't care if I don't win, because I got the films I wanted. <laughs> and that is a winner's attitude right there. You draft what you want, draft exactly. who you like, and fail miserably. Tom was laughing during that. I don't even know who's next. I think it's Pitsy. You're back to right, me yeah. again. Yeah, back to me. 
Uh, there's so many still I can shoot, but I think I'm going to go with a solid Christmas Chronicles, number one. Great film on Netflix. Never seen it. Good film. Oh, that's to, a new one, isn't it? Go, Kurt Russell, is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kurt Russell yeah, still does film. Every time. Yeah, yeah. He's, well, he's Santa now. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I thought after Shipwrecked, he wasn't allowed to do any more films. Right, my Santa. There's two I could go for here. It could go for the good old Miracle on 34th Street. But... Which one? Which one? There's two. Yeah. There's two Miracles on 34th yeah. Street. There's the <laughs> there's there the original from the 1960s, I believe, and then there's the one from the yeah. 1990s. Oh, it's probably going to... With the be... kid who's in Matilda. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go for Nativity. Oh, he's <laughs> changed his vote. Where's that I've come changed from? changed it, yeah. I've gone for Nativity instead. This is one of those drafts oh. where I feel like I've just had to turn up to win. <laughs> well, I mean, there'll be questions whether The Mandalorian is actually Christmas. <laughs> it was released at Christmas. But... <laughs> That's enough. No. Mr. Blobby's That's a Christmas a... number one. Yeah, but no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I've not seen Nativity, I don't think. Do not. <laughs> You be so just don't, 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 don't at least watch Top Gun before you watch Nativity. Save yourself. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Rob, am I next? Uh, it's Tom. Oh. Okay, so I'm going to round off my draft. In the morning, I've got myself in the Christmas spirit with It's a Wonderful Life. Then I'm going to my love, actually. Finally, end of the night, nine o'clock, glass of red wine. Last year's Gavin and Stacey Christmas special before bed. Oh. You save that. You save that. To be honest with you, because those first two were dire. So <laughs> we, we saved it. On the he saved it, but he went for the wrong episode. It should have been the 2008 version. Would have saved it. Yeah, 2008 it, is the best one. It is, but it's just that just that final scene. Uh, I'd like to see that again. Not not the one where they sing Fairy Tale in New York and get loads of Ofcom complaints. No, I'd, I'd quite I'd quite like them to edit that, but we'll see what happens there. <laughs> Stop, uh, yeah. like, top, like, like Top Gun I haven't really seen any Gavin and Stacey so it's, it's, it's I, not a my... I wonder whether anyone in your vicinity does I wonder whether anyone in the, in, in the London borough has, has ever really watched Only Fools and Horses because I don't watch oh. I don't watch Coronation Street because if I wanted Coronation Street I'd, I'd just go to my nans so <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how much you'd get out of Gavin and Stacey it's fantastic I watch it Brilliant. All right, yeah. so who's so, it to now? It is on to uh, Stuxus, I'm on the, pick, yeah. I'm on the clock, and I'm going to go for a film I saw probably during the first lockdown, and I didn't want to watch it, but the wife put it on, and it's called The Holiday, and it's actually a fairly decent film, so I'm rounding out my three with The Holiday. Fun fact, that village is only about 15, 20 minutes from my house. Oh. What's it called? can't remember. <laughs> it's near Hatchton's Park. It's between Polston Lacey and Hatchton's Park. Okay. And you can drive down and it looks pretty, apparently. I'll I'm look that up. There you go. Fun fact. Who, who's, who's up, We've Rob? got Come on. Lee and then Murph with his Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> I, I promise you it's not going to be irrelevant. So I'm going to take a TV Christmas special for this, and I want only fools and horses, heroes and villains. From 1996. I blame Tom. Tom for this because if he hadn't said it, I would, no. this is what I was doing. I've got it written down here. Okay. 
I, I was going to stick away from TV series, well. but it was between that and uh, another film, which I guess you probably won't pick. But great, great show. Yeah, that was on my list. Yeah, that, that was so. I was going to go with that TV show. Um, so I'm going to pivot, and I'm going to take because that's a good pick, second to last. I mean, that was probably one of the best picks in the draft. Ah, oh, and that would have completed it. So instead. Instead, I am going to go for the Royal Family uh, Christmas special. Solid. It's quite amazing how when people pick something and you think, oh, I didn't even think about that. That didn't even come into my consideration. The most watched Christmas TV special of all time. I'm quite surprised that the Grinch wasn't taken. I'm not. Like, Have you not, seen Jim Carrey? I, I hate it. I, I hate that film, but I'm very surprised that someone didn't take it. <laughs> Anyways, that's yeah. a that's another that's another ship in the yard for me. So you know, happy days, easy easiest draft I've won all year. I've got the best film ever. So you know, everybody knows cool. you don't win at the draft. It's how you waiver work. Come on, um, make a waiver claim okay, now. Fair enough. Uh, I would vote for a winner, but yeah, I don't I don't think we should. I think we should all enjoy our own personal. I want to make draft. a waiver. Now nah, we should let the fans vote for a winner. Yeah. Well. Okay. Ash, if that's the case, you're only going to finish second last to Tom. So, <laughs> I, I've, what you wish I've won. In, I've won in my own heart. I don't care what happens. I got the films I wanted, so you know I win. <laughs> well, Rush Nation, Ash, Ash called for it. The fans need to vote. If anyone feels the need to pick up their social media on Christmas Day and vote for the winner of the five yard. Christmas TV film three round draft extravaganza probably went on too long 2020 edition. Let us know who you think the winner is. We get some form of graphic that we can put on Twitter, even if it's just a picture of the draft board or anything. Rob, that's on to you. You can do however you manage to get a picture of that draft board to one of us. That would be grand. Also, just breaking news Christian McCaffrey is listed as doubtful for Sunday against Washington. Yes! Oh, that's good news. Sorry to anyone who's relying on Christian McCaffrey in your championship week. <laughs> to be fair, was... if you if you made your five-year championship final with Christian McCaffrey, you've had one heck of a season. <laughs> I have, I've got him in three of my final teams. I'm like, ah, I should drop him at some point. Just never got around I think it. you should. I think you should just drop it now and see if anyone picks him up on the hope. Yeah, I might be, be risky. Come on, be risky. Mm. Come with the Jalen Hurts train. <laughs> drop CMC before the game starts. We'll see what happens. Someone will be someone will be thankful for that. Talking of being thankful for that, guys, we're going to have one last round of explaining what we are thankful for at Christmas. I will go left to right as I was on my screen. That's me first. I'm going to bypass myself. Lee, you're first up. You said you're not the biggest Christmas guy, but is there one thing you are thankful for at Christmas? This Christmas, especially, like. I just had a little one, so obviously that's got to be top of the list. But outside of that, it's definitely being part of this crew. It's been a lot of fun through the season. Uh, I must say, even when I get those messages where Stock says, have you done this? I'm like, oh, no, I haven't done that. <laughs> <laughs> just gloss over that. No, I haven't done that. But no, being part of this team has been awesome. There's been, there's been some real highlights through the year, you know, especially seeing the book do so well early in the year. Set the precedent well. Set the precedent well. I think you, you, you may have stolen possibly some others there. Rob, you're next up. Um, well, I think it's been really handy to have the technology to be able to talk to people. Like what we're doing now is is something that's really special. And 
without seeing people face to face, it has become very hard and having things like um, certain teleconferencing apps um, that we will, will not mention by name just in case um, means that we've been able to talk to people who wouldn't ordinarily talk to as well. Um, and it's just been a really good reason to reach out and talk to people you might not have spoken to for a while and see how they're doing. So just thankful for, for connection, really, for, for talking to people. 100%. It's a solid one. Tom, you're next up, mate. I was planning on being serious and, and heartfelt, but I think Lee and, and Rob have, have hinted at things I was going to say already. So I am, I am thankful for Mackay Becton. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I am thankful be. for this year. Uh, that's, a, that's nice. That's nice. And uh, Penny Swell, he, he made it to the Jets in your mock draft, didn't he? He did, yeah. What a tandem yes. that'll be. And I'm thankful for that tackle to under be 21. Thanks, Stocks. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. The mock draft was brilliant, lads. I'm not sure how I feel about the Broncos pick because it was I loved it and hated it in equal measure <laughs> because it was uh, exciting and scary. But it was it was it was a good one. And then yeah, the Packers and Chiefs picks at the end was absolutely phenomenal. And if that happens, God help the rest of the NFL defenses. <laughs> um, Ash, you're next up for something. You also said you weren't the biggest Christmas guy, but is there one thing you're thankful for this Christmas? Well, I, to be honest, when Tom went ahead of me, I was a bit nervous that he was going to take what I had down because, yeah, you're right, I'm not the biggest Christmas person. Um, but I'm thankful for the, the college podcast. It's given me something to do over these this year. Um, I, 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 I live on my own, um, so having something to do every week and every a couple of times a week has been brilliant and something just to focus on really. So yeah, I'm thankful that we've got the the, the college podcast up and running and I'm, I'm hopeful in equal measure that it will, uh, it will continue to grow into 2021. I, I, I think hopefuls not the, I think it's going that way. And you know, you guys, it gets better and better every week. And the mock draft was superb, and the content you guys are smashing out is fantastic. So, I think hopefuls, I think you may be putting yourself down a little bit. I think you just got to keep that train running and, and it'll grow and grow and grow because it is really good. And you know, we certainly appreciate you guys doing that as well. And yeah, it's been really good on the, on for me that perspective as well. Seeing people take on certain roles and, and move into stuff's good as well. So, the fact you appreciate it. I appreciate you appreciating it. Murph, somehow you've managed to uh, blunderbuss into the end of the list before Pitsy, so you can go next. What are you thankful for this Christmas? Can I, can I have a top three? Yeah. Brilliant. In third place, the Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> because just when I sat there and thought that I'd got them wrong <laughs> and that actually mediocre was going to go unbeaten, they've managed to lose three state, three straight games and restored my faith in my own ability, in the ability of the NFL to divide good teams and bad teams, <laughs> and just for continuing to provide entertainment in my life. Um, because, you know, we've got a couple of Steelers fans on this But now we only have one because the other been, guy just left. <laughs> they, they've been, I don't want to say smart, quietly just very comfortable and happy. Whilst we've all had to go through our trials and tribulations, and then they go and lose three in a row, one of them to the Bengals, who have who have now won their fourth game in 32 under Zach Taylor. Oh, I was going to so, come back and you, you stop know, talking about um, this. <laughs> <laughs> I think you waited till you came, till you came back, Ash. 
Yeah, that was it. I was just holding on. I didn't even have you on the screen. I just knew you'd, you'd be really unhappy. So, yeah, they're third place. Second place would be the Buccaneers' playoff run, authored by Thomas Brady, uh, Robert Gronkowski, uh, and the like. Uh, just, it's, you know, 12 years not in the playoffs. It's nice to be, hopefully, a boxing day away from having that confirmed us in the playoffs um, because it's been a long time and it'd be good to be back. Um, but number one would be, you know, I'm going to be soppy for a minute, but to everyone on this call, to everyone who is listening, um, genuine friends for life who we do this and um, met some amazing people just through this podcast, through listeners, through people who just interact and they keep us all grounded and, when there's always a down moment with what's been thrown at us this year, it's that that gets me away from what's going on. Um, the fact that we're locked at home, I felt more connected and felt a, a friendship base grow this year, despite not being able to leave my house for large portions of the day. So thank you to everyone who's listened. Thank you to everyone who has contributed content for us and not just those on this call, but those who, aren't on this call and um thanks to thanks to everyone because the fantasy football community the nfl community in the uk is so great it's there's a few people obviously but the majority are good wholehearted people and i encourage everyone to get involved as much as possible so yeah that's that's mine super stuff pitsy finish this off man uh, yeah, I'll kind of bookend it because we started with family, we'll end in family. Uh, this lockdown has been hard for a lot of people. It's I'm one of the lucky ones that's managed to actually make the most of it. I used to work half eight till half nine, uh, half eight in the morning till half nine at night. So I've actually been able to do the school run, see my kids a lot more, my family a lot more. But it's also been able to give me the opportunity to do the <laughs> FAF podcast, the uh, Fast Action podcast. Uh, writing a lot more for you guys in the March and April was was great. Got me away from doing the uh, the reviews for the for the uh, for the leagues and stuff. So that was that was good. And you boys, yeah, it's been the five yard family is is definitely uh, one to be be part of. It's it's great. So thank you. You're more than welcome, mate. We uh, it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know each and every one of you. And and uh, like I said earlier, I consider you all friends. So growing that from just a contact on a social media or a contact from somebody else has has been pretty special for me so and and it is has been a tough year and communication has been difficult at times but when you've got a group such as yourselves and the rest of the five yard family in the chat it it provides an outlet that you can go and reach to even if it is absolutely crap banter it just takes your mind away from stuff for a little bit so whether whether it would be serious or just absolute nonsense everybody's been there for me and i hope that i've been there for a few of you over this time as well and 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 it continues not just you know not just through the covid pandemic but forever and ever because like we always say the five-yard train never stops and and that is whether it be fantasy football or communicating with you lot because that's just as important for me. So <laughs> happy Christmas, you filthy animals. Um, that's that's pretty much it, I reckon. That's Christmas Day done. If you're still listening to this, thanks very much. Yeah, anybody want to add anything to the end of the Christmas podcast? I was, I was just going to say um, good luck in week 16. If you 
if you're listening to this and you have taken some good fantasy knowledge from us through the year, whether it's through the articles on the website, through the podcasts or whatever, um, drop, uh, drop people on Twitter a message, whether that's Pitsy or Rob or Tom or Ash or, or myself and Stocks or, or Lee or just anything, you know, um, just drop a, just drop a little message just to say thanks. Um, because I'm not even going to ask for reviews at this stage. Just that would be um, brilliant because we, we put a lot of time and effort into this and there's a lot of people even who are just joining us and, uh, and going through everything. And I just want people to know that this, what we do matters um, because it's been a great distraction for, I think a lot of people this year. So, you know, we don't need presents. We don't need cards. Just a, a message on on Twitter on Facebook, just to say thanks, would be uh, my sort of wish for people listening to this. Um, not for my own gratification, but for those who work so hard to to make this possible. Couldn't have said that better myself. Although a, a little high five emoji wouldn't go amiss. Would not go amiss. <laughs> Boys, Merry Christmas! Thanks for everything in 2020. Let's look forward to 2021. The college season is. Well, it's pretty much just starting for me. I look forward to the draft. I look forward to all the mocks and everything like that. The NFL is just about to finish. Fantasy, like Murph said, good luck in week 16. If you plan a week 17, try and get that fixed for next year. But hey, fantasy is about to end for the NFL. We've got the college to look forward to. Everybody here is going to absolutely smash it. I know 100%. Lee, Pitsy, Rob, Tom... Ash, Murph, Merry Christmas chaps everybody else who's listening, Merry Christmas we look forward to 2021 and as always, maybe for the last time in 2020, don't forget keep rushing HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.